now for the Legal Mumble Jumbo. This podcast is based entirely on Frank's own personal opinions and is in no way, shape, or form the opinions or representation of any fire, police, EMS organizations which he is currently or previously associated or affiliated with. The views expressed in this podcast are entirely his own and do not reflect the views of any aforementioned organization. Please note, the names may have been changed to protect the innocent, the stupid, and the brain dead. Salutations, everyone. Thank you for joining my podcast for yet another edition of Frank the Lunatic Rants. Live from the wonderfully spacious and awesomely bodacious, remote fuck-if-I-know-where-I'm-at studios located in North Cape Bay, New Jersey, it is yet another informative, educational, argumentative, debatable, and downright boring edition of Frank the Lunatic Rants. Hey there, hi there, ho there, everyone. As always, I am your congenial host, Frank the Lunatic. Thank you for joining me for another episode of me ranting, raving, bitching, and moaning about topics you probably don't give a shit about whatsoever. But you know what? If you do give a shit, and you have a comment, a question, a suggestion for something you want me to bitch and moan about, anything like that, feel free to reach out to me. If you're listening to me through Anchor FM, you can just click the little icon and send me a voice message, or email me at franktolunatic at gmail.com, or call our listener feedback line at area code 570-503-6585. Now, as some of you already know, I'm not a big fan of electric vehicles, and another thing I'm really not a big fan of right now is autonomous vehicles. While in the future, yeah, I can see them being a benefit because, you know, after all, they would cut down on things like uh, DUIs, for example. (laughs) All you would have to do is crawl to your car, open the door, and say, take me home, and it'll take you home. Of course, it makes me wonder what things like police departments and communities are going to do to raise money, because after all, the fines for DUI is a big moneymaker in this country for many communities, and when there are no more DUIs, there's no more of those funds coming in. It's actually funny, too, though. There is a slight twist on having autonomous vehicles. Um... The fact that it will help bring down crime. No more drive-by shootings. After all, or bank robberies or things like, you know, robbing a convenience store because, after all, the cops will pull up behind an autonomous vehicle that they're chasing and the way the future is being designed for these, they'll actually be able to send, say, like a code, something out and tell your car, pull over. And your car will pull over. So that would be funny right there. Uh, things like the mafia, the Italian mob, or the Irish mob, or like all these different mobs. Gee, how, how are you going to get rid of people if your car is not going to allow you to commit a crime? Your car is not going to allow you to speed. Your car is not going to allow you to go fast when the weather's bad. So there are some positives to it. But, but 
this is also very early on technology, and I think we're pushing ahead way too quick. I mean, amid all these labor shortages, apparently autonomous trucking is coming to U.S. public roads, and it's scary. A freight company called Enride, E-I-N-R-I-D-E, they have received a federal approval to operate an autonomous big rig, electric big rig, on public roads. They received allowance from the NHTSA, which is the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, in order to do this. And it's the first time a purpose-built autonomous electric truck without a driver on board has been approved to operate on public roads in the U.S. And I'm actually on their website right now. The vehicle is actually this really weird-looking, scary-looking thing. And they have, like, several different designs. They have this, like, N-Ride Pod. Go electric and autonomous. Lower cost, better safety, zero emissions. For electric power, advanced self-driving technology, and remote operation capability, shipping is safer and cleaner than ever. Uh, they have this flatbed pod. Um, let's see. What else do they have on here? They have this funky trailer they're introducing next year, which is bizarre as well. It's got, like, six wheels. So it's got, like, 12 wheels on it. It's, like, really weird looking as well. And apparently they have electric trucks that they're testing to tra- haul regular trailers as well. But there, there's some scary things about this technology, especially the fact that there is going to be no driver on board. Now, their pod truck only goes... Now, here's, here's the weird thing about it. I, I just looked it up. The pod trailer, now this is not the tractor trailer. The pod trailer has a maximum speed of 12 kilometers per hour it's a small little truck but it, when you convert it to miles per hour it's something like 12 or 13 miles per hour very extremely small small and slow i can't see how this isn't a, con- a safety concern on our streets you know maybe someplace like new york city these little pod delivery trucks might work out because after all there's lots of traffic but it's definitely not something for regular cities i mean especially you know, cities out here where I am, where you have local speed limits of 25, 30 miles an hour, and you have a vehicle that's going half that, it, to me, you're going to have safety issues. Tra- you're going to have problems with um, traffic backups. You're going to have problems with these things getting across intersections. Because that's the other problem, too. The, these vehicles are going to respond to the traffic lights. Traffic lights turns yellow. It's going to try slowing down. But if it's, like, already starting to go in the intersection... At 12 miles an hour, getting across an intersection when the light now turned red while it's in the intersection, to me, that causes an issue. You know, it, and, and what's the future of this technology? I mean, your city, think of how your taxes are going to go up because cities are going to have to install smart devices within these traffic signals that will let these vehicles know that a light is about to change. So that, that's another issue right there with autonomous vehicles is the cost involved on the taxpayer. It's still scary that there is no driver inside these. But, they, they, but yet the industry and the government's making a big thing of this. Of course, Democrats are going to make a big thing of this stuff because it's what they want. They said, you know, this is a great thing because of supply chain issues, tight labor market, uh, chronic understaffing. Oh, this type of vehicle has never been seen before in U.S. roads marks a major milestone as a turning point for the future. 
that it will not only revolutionize transportation, but also create thousands of jobs and help America stay competitive. How is this creating jobs if you're actually taking jobs away? If, if you have autonomous vehicles, you don't need people to actually drive them. It's a six-wheeled, the tractor trailer, like it's a six-wheeled vehicle, all electric and compatible with standard shipping containers. It has aerodynamic body, a stormtrooper color scheme, and is remotely monitored by an Enride remote pod operator. So now you're counting on somebody, first of all, who is not a truck driver, who does not have experience with roads um, in regards to how trucks handle on roads, and you're going to be operating this piece of equipment or monitoring it remotely from God knows where. I, I don't understand how this can possibly be something great for our society. Um, apparently, the permits, um, they partnered with General Electric Appliances. <laughs> there you go. The people that make your washing machine, your refrigerator, and your air conditioner will also be transporting your same products across the country. Uh, they support operational flows showcasing the Enrods Pods purpose-built functionality for future commercialization. Apparently, they started this on roads in Sweden in 2019. The vice president of G appliances says we are creating more substance, a sustainable and efficient supply chain through increased electrification and automation in our manufacturing and distribution process. And we've appreciated working with Enride and demonstrating how their pod technology can help us accelerate achievement in that goal. And that the race to get autonomous trucks and service is heating up quickly. It's supposed to take place in the third quarter of 2022. So that's what we're going into now. It, to me, the whole concept of it is scary. I don't know about of any of you what you think. I'm, I'm sure some of you might be concerned as well. I mean, you're introducing a truck, a freight truck. And now the one they're introducing is small. So it's a six-wheeled truck. And like a shipping container is um, those shipping containers that they have, for example, on the docks when stuff comes in on boats. So you're not looking at a 53-foot. That's coming, I guess, next year. They're going to be trying that out. So these are small containers, but still, you're looking at a small box truck that does not have a driver going 12 miles an hour. And like I said, you know, okay, places like Manhattan, you know, places where there's shit tons of traffic lights, I could see that working. I, I couldn't see that in rural areas. I couldn't see that in other towns. You know, maybe places like Atlanta and that, but I couldn't see things like, you know, Scranton, Pennsylvania, Wilkesbury, Binghamton, um, things like that. I, I couldn't newer. Okay, I can't, I can't see these things working out successfully because first of all, people are unpredictable, and pedestrians are unpredictable. How how show us statistics? Show us where before you even put these out on the road, where have these been tested? You know, you, you test these vehicles on closed tracks, which is great. Okay, well, did you throw Fluffy the puppy out there? Did you throw a deer out there? <laughs> throw a deer out there. <laughs> throw Fluffy the puppy in front of a freaking autonomous vehicle. Um, <laughs> seriously, though, you know, have you tested these things? You know, how is it going to react? Show, show the public where you've tested it. You know, to show if a kid suddenly jets out with a bike, how is this thing going to react? What is the reaction time on it? You know, we, we have reaction times in regards to how long it takes to slow a vehicle down, and we know there's a human factor in it. 
You know, you're looking at something that is electromechanical and computerized. What is the reaction time? How is it sensing something that jumps out in front of it? A deer jumps out in front of it. Is it going to stop in time? Even at 12 miles an hour, it hitting its brakes if it's loaded with stuff. What is the stopping distance? There's nothing. I was on their website, and there's nothing there. Statistically, there's no information regarding testing any type of results on how long does it take for a vehicle, even at 12 miles an hour, for it to stop if it's fully loaded. Where To me, there's safety concerns. Our stupid administration, all because the Democrats are pushing for autonomous vehicles and electric vehicles, even though they say, oh, it's going to create jobs, you're taking away jobs, first of all. To me, you're taking away jobs. Um, because the technology, they're already trying to come out with the technology that even loads these things without people involved. You know, technology with autonomous forklifts have been out for a long time now. God, those things started coming out got to be about 25 years ago they started coming out with things like that that these things go and scan things and pull stuff from you know warehouse shelving and the whole thing is there for everything to become autonomous which to me is taking away jobs they're saying it's going to create jobs but the jobs they're looking to create are jobs for people that are engineers you know people to greet out the ass or even to operate these vehicles the average person working for example at amazon in a warehouse more than likely isn't somebody with a master's degree and shit like that. You're going to be taking jobs away from people in the future and telling them the only way you can work is to go back to school and get to greet out the ass in all this technology. So I, I can see it being nothing but a negative impact on the working side. And again, like I said, the safety issues. How Show me where this, even on a closed course, where's the information that shows how it reacts in regards to inclement weather, to things like ice, to things like animals running out in the road, to things like a kid on a skateboard or chasing after a ball or that went into the road or, or a bicycle going out into the road or, you know, Grandma Myrtle suddenly opening her door on Main Street, not paying attention to traffic. How is this thing going to react? And there's nothing. There's no information on this company's website whatsoever regarding it. I mean, I'm looking through here, and there's really nothing at all. There's stuff about the company, which is great on what they're doing, and the Yahoos, and these are millennials, of course, that are and, and engineers and everything, when looking at their board and everything, um, <laughs> that all these people involved with it. Uh, there's just, I, I don't see anything there that supports anything regarding testing safety. And now you want, to imp you want to introduce this now into the real world to test for safety and stuff. I, great that it's been working out in Sweden. Okay, fine. Why don't you post the results of that online? Now, I did look up the testing, some information about Sweden. The BBC reported on this, I guess, in 2019. And it says that the... Uh, Swedish traffic transport regulations impose strict controls on its top speed. Out there, it's top it's limited to three miles an hour while mixing with human-driven traffic. <laughs> I can only make trips between two locations on the industrial estate. I don't know what the heck that means. Um, three miles an hour—that's even 
more of a traffic fuck up right there. But there, there's still nothing else about, I'm trying to find things that say like testing or any incidents that have happened in regards to it. And I haven't seen anything about it. Now, this isn't the first time, of course, that things have been talked about in regards to um, autonomous vehicles. For example, Uber, uh, several years back, said by 2019, they were going to have 75,000 autonomous vehicles out there. And Tesla promised a whole fleet of them by 2020. And even in 2016, Ford even reported uh, stuff like that. And it, it just never happened. It just never came to be. Now, here in the States, there isn't much information about it. But again, looking up things uh, in Europe, there's more information about the vehicle. It's a 23-foot-long cargo vehicle, no driver's seat, pedals, or steering wheel. It navigates traffic as it conducts daily freight runs at very low speeds between a warehouse and a truck terminal in Sweden. Where here, we're actually going to put it out, I guess, on the regular roads. The teapot truck can carry up to 15 pallets, use onboard sensors, and machine vision to track its surroundings. And there's a remote driver monitor system that can self, that can take control of the self-driving vehicle remotely if necessary. Some, so some young pack with a joystick sitting in an office can take control of the vehicle. Again, this is fucking scary as shit. The only thing I, the only way that I can see this being a benefit is, you know, okay, down Philly and that, the loading dock areas, maybe using them as, and I can't remember the damn word, I was a trucker for years, um, yard jockeys, that actually moved the trailers from one loading dock to the other, things like that. That's the only place I could see them being useful, not out on the regular roads. Uh, I'm also looking at their website. Oh, look, they sell merchandise. You can buy merchandise. Oh, yeah, there you go. A cap, a, a cap with the company's logo on it. 50 bucks for a cap, for a baseball cap. Really? You're going to be fucking kidding me. $64 for a sweatshirt. $43 for a fucking t-shirt. Oh my god. Give me a fucking break. I can just imagine what these trucks cost. There, there isn't anything on here even saying what the cost of these vehicles are. I love this. They have a picture of Pod in New York, uh, picture download, which of course is something that was just computer generated because these trucks have not been allowed to operate in the United States yet. But yet the picture, they're making it seem like they're operating in New York City. And and you can tell it's also a bullshit picture too because there's no traffic. You show me where there's no goddamn traffic in Manhattan. But again, it, it's another case of them trying to entice the public to embrace this technology which is not ready to be implemented on public roads not here in the united states at least but they're doing it they're trying to do it, it it's just scary I, I i am not a big supporter of this stuff maybe in the future once lots of testing is gone you know wh when a car comes out a new model of a car something new when any lock brakes came out when things like airbag technology and uh, side impact uh, bars and stuff that were put into vehicles. These things were all tested for a while on closed track type of stuff before they started testing them, you know, started doing it in the real world. But results were available. Here's something we're going to put on our roads, and there's no information available, not even from 
our own federal government regarding how safe these vehicles really are and what exactly, what emergency things are put into place in regards to the operations of these vehicles with the exception of the fact of somebody sitting remotely somewhere, which also is a scary situation as well because as we all know, with technology, with increased technology becomes increased chances for hackers or you know, type of cyber terrorism to take place as well. Can you imagine when they introduce these tractor trailers that have no drivers in them? The fact that any somebody, a smart guy, not anybody, but somebody who's smart enough can hack into this technology and actually take over the vehicle that is being remotely run and actually do some pretty damn dig- terrible damage because, you know, they hack into the system and they take over, or even theft. Can you imagine that, being able to hack into a system and basically go and just, uh, you know, hijack a shipment of something? And being that it's autonomous, there's no witnesses. Hijack one of these trucks remotely and take it somewhere and, you know, hack into the tracking systems. So now the operator sitting at home behind a desk, whatever the fuck they're doing, doesn't even know where the truck is. And go take it, unload it, and then send it on its way somewhere. You know, it's, I don't know, it's a damn scary fucking future. And yet these people, these millennials, these Gen Zs, they are embracing this technology with open arms without even thinking about anything. And it's scarier, as scary as hell that we're willing to embrace this and just our, that our government, you know, is ready to just embrace this with no problem whatsoever. Let's just put these things out on the road and everything's going to be safe for humankind <laughs> until something happens. Look look at the reports with Tesla, all those autonomous vehicles that Tesla and them were testing that they finally revoked the operational permits for a lot of these things and some states have revoked them because of the fact that there have been so many accidents regarding them because the technology just is not where it should be to have these things operating on the road and to me that is a major issue uh hopefully some of you actually feel like that as well uh, voice voice out to me let me know how you feel about it uh, send me a message if you listen to me on anchor fm send me a message on there or send me a email to frank lunatic at gmail.com or call me at our listener feedback line at area code 570-503-6585. I, my friends, as always, am Frank Lu- the Lunatic. Look at that, I'm screwing up my own ending. I, my friends, as always, am Frank the Lunatic, and of course, I have approved this message. And for now, my friends, that is all I have to say about that. Birthday card, birthday card, birthday card, birthday card, birthday card.